Market Talk podcast. This is Greg McBride. I am joined by a special guest today. I have Levi Powers. He is the farm manager for Alden Hills Organic Farms in Wisconsin. Uh, Levi, thank you for being on the uh, on the show today. How are you? Good. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on. Well, let's let's talk about a few things here, uh, Levi. Um, organic farming has been around for yeah. hun- hundreds of years, thousands of years. What what do you think has led to the resurgence of it here over the last uh, few years? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, so I think things we've been seeing um, because we do we still do a few farm markets and we we direct market everything. So we we have a lot of contact with our customers, and the biggest thing that we've found is, um, regardless of anything else, people just kind of want to know how their food's being um, grown or being raised, and that's really driving a lot of, um, you know, purchasing habits right now. So that's what I'd say the biggest thing for us is people just want to know. So it's like a transparency thing where they can, they can, they know that okay, this is. Uh, this piece of beef or this uh, this turkey was was raised you know just down the street from me and and I know exactly how they fed them or, or whatever something like that yeah 100 percent you know I would even say there's two sides to that one because you know we have the customers with some people just want it to be um, local you know so they almost they don't even care so much about the organic side or anything else they just want to support you know, their neighbor or their local farmer, and that's important to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also the um, the big thing that we've seen, too, right now is is humane treatment. So even aside from what they're fed, a lot of people just want to know that if they're going to eat meat, that it is, you know, it's been cared for well, and it's been treated well. And, you know, they see a lot of these pictures of, you know, factory farms or CAFOs or things like that, and it, you know, they don't want they don't want to buy into that at all. So right. humane treatment is actually uh, a really big driving factor as well. Um, you know, wanting to know exactly how it was raised that way. Now, with uh, with respect to um, to the actual, you know, knowing how it was raised and all that stuff, is there uh, is there a push or is there a, a an idea that you know that what you guys are are raising, whether it's uh, uh, you know, meat or, or vegetables or, or whatever. Uh, is it is it that there's there's a healthy? It's a healthier option for them too. Is that whatever? Is that part of the, uh, the the drive for it now? Yes, definitely. I mean, that's that's also a very a big driving factor as well for people. So, um, you know, our farm is entirely certified organic. Um, so all the meats that we we raise are also certified organic. So you know, people want to know. Um, you know, like you said, transparency is a big thing. So they want to know not only how is everything being treated, but they want to know exactly what's going into that. And so, you know, that can mean, you know, making sure there's no GMOs in the feed, you know, in the supply chain going into that feed or, you know, everything that goes along with that too. Um, even what's being, you know, the carcasses when they're at the butcher and even, you know, what's being um, administered to the animals while they're alive too. So yeah, really they want to know that as well. Definitely. So you, you mentioned something there that, uh, that there's probably, uh, there's probably some either, either confusion or just, or lack of knowledge of is, is you are certified organic. How, yeah. how do you, what goes through, uh, being certified organic and what, what do you have to do to maintain that, that status? 
Yeah, definitely. So, uh, yeah, actually, that's a good question because I think a lot of people would be surprised to know, um, you know, exactly what it takes. So, if we buy a piece of land, it takes three years from the last unapproved input on that land to when we can actually use it for organic production. So, you know, if it was planted, you know, with uh, say a conventional corn or soybean, it would take three years from that point, whenever that was, to when nothing um, that's not approved for organic use has gone on there. So it's actually quite a long lead time. So if we buy land, you know, we really can't do anything with it for three years. Because um, if we have an animal that even goes onto that non-certified piece of property, we will lose organic certification on that animal forever. Okay. So, um, yeah, so there's a three-year lead time on land, and then um, maintaining that is, you know, everything that we use on the farm as far as inputs, um, you know, fertilizers or soil amendments or, you know, even animal herd health things or minerals or supplements, everything has to be approved through our organic certifying agency. So there's, there's a fair bit of paperwork that goes with that, um, just in having to keep track of everything that we buy. And then once a year, we'll get audited and they'll go through all of our receipts and they'll go through, you know, they'll poke around in all of our buildings and look at all of our land and just make sure that what we're telling them is matching up to what they're also seeing on paper too. So mm-hmm. now are you, are you able to use, um, uh, are you able to use uh, like uh, fertilizer or uh, pesticides or, or anything like that? I know, you know, there's, there's some natural, you know, they, they I think they yep. brand them as natural pesticides out there. Are you able to use any of that type of stuff? Yeah, we are. So we actually don't because we so we just do livestock. Um, So we don't really have any need for pesticides or anything like that. Um, But there are a few allowable for organic. um, And I mean, honestly, some of them are like apple cider vinegar, some really natural things. Um, You know, there's nothing there's nothing that's approved for organic that it to be approved. It has to be shown, you know, that it's not harmful. Um, for whatever its use is, if it's, if it's as a pesticide or a soil additive or if it's for use with livestock, it has to be proven that it's, you know, not harmful, um, you know, by the USDA standard for that. So, sure. okay. um, but other than that, I mean, I think you'd be surprised at how many um, fertilizer, fertilizers and soil amendments that are just natural minerals and stuff, you know, we're allowed, you know, we can use because it's, sure. you know, as long as it's just a natural organic substance. Um, yeah, you know, we're allowed to use those. When you mentioned, uh, you mentioned uh, just briefly uh, uh, talking about uh, uh, feed that uh, for, your, for your animals, um, is there, it, you, you must have to go through special channels uh, for, um, you know, to be able to feed uh, animals, your animals, um, specific uh, types of, uh, of uh, of food um it's not all you know obviously it's uh, depending on the animal it's not all just uh, that they're going to go out and, and graze on on grass maybe there's yep, exactly you know, you're, yep. you're buying uh you know uh, a certain type of uh, meal or corn or something like that but uh, what's uh, talk to that a little bit as far as uh the challenges that it uh, that that brings up or maybe the the market that you have to go through on that yeah definitely so um yeah, that was that is one of our biggest challenges, um, just as far as 
we, we are grass-fed, so all of our beef is grass-fed, grass-finished, and we do all of our own hay. So we are completely, you know, a closed farm on the beef side. Um, but we do a lot of chicken, we do turkeys, and we do eggs, and actually we're doing hogs for the first time. So those, you know, we have to bring in, uh, you know, feed from off-farm. Um, and those do have to be certified organic sources. Um, and that can be a challenge because, uh, you know, paying for certified organic chicken feeds and, um, you know, this year would be hog feeds, it is a lot more expensive, you know, it's significantly more expensive. So that is one of our biggest expenses is just sourcing certified organic feeds. No, that that obviously has to then play into uh, your finished product when you're selling the proteins that uh, yes. you're going to see uh, an increased, uh, uh, you know, I, I don't know, know that you'd call it retail, but an increased uh, price uh, uh, to the consumer, correct? Yes. Yep. And we, I mean, we're definitely selling a premium product. Um, you know, that's what we like to think of it as, you know, we are selling an incredibly high quality product and it is priced accordingly. Um, and the biggest thing with, you know, the way that we farm, and this is, this might be a bit of a rabbit trail, so you can stop me <laughs> if you want, but, um, even aside from being certified organic is, you know, the way that we farm where we try to work the animals with each other and the grazing rotations, you know, we move our animals every day. Um, and the way we do it, it takes a lot of labor. And that seems to be our largest expense is just the labor and the amount of time that it takes us to do things. Um, and not to say that sourcing the organic feed is not a large expense, because that is also a very large expense, don't get me wrong. but. Now, with uh, with respect to the uh, to the animals themselves, um, obviously, uh, you know, animal health is is of the utmost importance. Uh, uh, you know, when it, to any livestock operation, um, are there yep. certain things that you guys have to do when it comes to working with veterinarians uh, to uh, stay above board uh, on that uh, on that type of thing with your organic certification? Yeah. Um that's actually a good point because I feel like there is a little bit of misconception on that as well. So um, I will say the one thing, it is required in, you know, your organic inspector will require this if you ever run into this situation. First and foremost, as an organic farm, you are required to look after the health of your animal. Um, and so there's times where, you know, we've had to take an animal out of our certified organic program them in a life-threatening situation. So... And if you don't do that, you know, you can get in a lot of trouble, which you should, and it's, you know, just not a great thing. But um, so if it comes down to the life or the health of the animal, you know, you have to do what you have to do, and, you know, there's no issues with that. But aside from that, um, we, we do have to be pretty specific with which vets we worked with um, just because we do try to take a more holistic approach to a lot of things, and we try to be preventative in potential issues as opposed to, um, you know, trying to do things in a holistic way first. Well, and I, then, don't, I don't imagine there's a lot of, you know, hormone uh, type stuff like you see in some of the, some of the bigger uh, farms or, or some of the, you know, macro farms that, like that, correct? Exactly. Yep. So for us, it's like we just want to have a healthy, for example, a healthy breeding herd. And from there, you know, we think that'll, that'll give us the production that we need during breeding and calving season, um, as opposed to, you know, maybe administering uh, hormones or 
other things to kind of prop those animals up. So we just, we just focus on herd health as the pillar that we kind of build everything on. Now, with, uh, with, as you, you know, as you said, you've, you've got uh, uh, chickens, turkeys, uh, grass-fed yep. beef, uh, you've got uh, some hogs now. Um, as, you're, uh, as you're marketing these, uh, uh, these proteins, um, are, you, are you more uh, involved in, say, the restaurants, uh, uh, supermarkets, uh, your, own, your own market? How, where's where's your, your best source of, of being able to uh, distribute your, your products here? Yeah, definitely. Um, we, so our beef, we pretty much sell almost exclusively at retail. Um, so we're really focusing on direct marketing the beef. And we've got a really good demand for that. So we've been able to do that pretty well. Our chicken, we, is about a 50-50 split between restaurant and um, retail or direct market. And then eggs, we've, we've just started getting into a few grocery stores. And for that, we're pretty much you know, either grocery store or we're direct marketing on the eggs. Um, and what's the what's the plan uh, with the hogs now? If this is brand new, um, you know what kind of led you down that to, down that road? <laughs> oh man, Everybody yeah, I guess we'll bacon. have to. <laughs> well, no, that's really it. I mean, we we probably get asked once a week if we have, uh, you know, bacon or or even sausages or anything like that. So um, it really started with we hired a guy from Texas last year and. He kept saying, you guys got to get some hogs out here. I really want to raise some hogs. So we kind of were in this position where we said, all right, you want to raise some hogs, you know, it'll kind of be your enterprise and you can take and run with it and we'll, you know, we'll do a test run this year and see how it goes. So we're going to get 15 hogs this year. But, um, yeah, I think, I think they're going to do really well um, and we're pretty excited to kind of add those grazing rotation. Gotcha. Now, with uh, with this being a, a livestock operation or mostly livestock operation, um, you know, obviously there's waste. Uh, is that something that you're working with uh, with other local farmers to say, hey, we've got batches of manure? Uh, the you know, is that how does that work for you guys? Is that something that uh, yeah? I mean, that's something a little bit different than. Uh, <laughs> we uh no, that's our black gold. We. We hoard that. In fact, we would take other people's waste. Really? <laughs> we, okay. Oh, yeah. So, in fact, we've, that's very valuable to us. So, kind of how our rotation works is um, we move our herd every day. So, they're moving pretty quickly, you know, through our pastures. Mm-hmm. And then um, chickens are in these very large movable um, coops that we move forward every day as well. And so we, we focus a lot of our attention on, you know, sections of our pastures that are not in great shape. And so that way we've, we've been able to kind of renovate our soil and our pastures as we move around the farm through the years. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the manure is very valuable to us because we know that that's how we're going to improve our soil and that's how we're going to, you know, even be able to graze more or, you know, be able to stock heavier on our pastures. Um, but yeah. Okay. Well, good. Well, um, now, with your uh, with your own online uh, uh, presence and, and retail presence, um, what you know? What are some of the some of the uh, some of the things that you're uh, that you're selling uh, besides? You know, obviously, are you selling specific cuts of uh, of beef, or is it is it you know a quarter side, a half side? Uh, what how's that uh, how's that work uh, out as as far as you know your portioning of your proteins? 
Yeah, so primarily we sell out putts on our beef. So, you know, you can get an individual steak or roast. Um, we're starting to get more into the sausages, um, breakfast sausages, summer sausage, things like that. Um, so primarily we do, we do offer sides, um, but since most of our business we're going into Chicago for, uh, we found not everybody down there, well, really hardly anybody down there has a freezer or wants that much meat at once. So really selling it out piecemeal has really been um, what's worked the best for our customers. So yes, we sell everything by the cut. So when you do a uh, when you do a processed uh, uh, product like a like a summer sausage or yep. you know as you do you know breakfast sausages or stuff like that, um, a lot of times you know in in macro uh, there's uh, there's preservatives add, added to that. Um, I imagine with uh, with your stringent uh, uh, you know certification here you're not adding a lot of that kind of stuff so it has to it has to be a, a fresh product or, or it goes immediately immediately to a freezer how uh, how does that work for you guys yeah no that's exactly right so um, for example our beef our beef sausage um, it we do refrigerate or sorry we do freeze it um, since we do a nitrate free um, you know so they just use a natural celery preservative as opposed to a um, nitrate or nitrite um, and those that's the only way to get it certified organic because um, you can't actually use any of those preservatives I think except for celery salt and be you know have a certified product at the end so um, that's a big struggle as well to find a processor that would do that for us <laughs> but um, so yeah I mean it is a little bit of a struggle but it doesn't really it does definitely doesn't affect the taste or any of the other stuff it's just harder to you know, find someone that would do it for you sure. the way you want it. Now, do you do you find are there are there always changes coming uh, along the way when it comes to uh, being certified uh, organic and and staying up with those? Do they are there you know are, are there regulators that are coming out and saying, well, you know, as of you know this month or as of you know 2020, you've got to do now this XYZ on top of all the other things you're doing? Are they constantly uh, adjusting and, and adding uh, these, uh, these uh, regulations to you, or is, that, uh, is it pretty well the same from one year to the next? I would say it's, it's pretty stable. Um, I think the process to get any sort of changes in the national organic standards is actually pretty lengthy. Um, so really, there's minor changes every now and then, but it's it's um, it's more it's pretty uncommon. Um, and if there is, it's pretty nice because our um, our certifier they kind of handle all that stuff for us. So they'll just let us know, you know, hey, you know, this thing you you can't use. You know, for example, we were using an iodine last year that is no longer approved, so we had to go get a different iodine. You know, <laughs> so things like that where it's and they'll just let you know, um, you know, hey, you can't use this anymore, so you know, just make sure you you get rid of it on your farm or something like that, and then show them that you did. So it's pretty, you know, it's actually it's pretty easy. It's um, it's not, yeah, it's not constantly changing at all. Now with uh, with respect to the uh, uh, the idea of you are, um, I gotta think where I was going with this, but um, you guys have. Uh, uh, have you guys are pretty well sustainable, correct? So you guys are breeding uh, uh, 
cattle uh, correct uh, yep. it's, it's you know you guys I'm guessing have you know incubators when it comes to uh, to chicken and uh, well the poultry side of, of things we do we do bring our chicks in from Pennsylvania yep. at, at okay. day old yep oh, okay so you have you you bring in uh, you bring in the poultry but uh, when it comes to the beef it's it's sustainable um, what's the biggest challenge there like what if what happens uh, if you know you have a run uh, where you just you're not getting the mama cows uh, pregnant. Uh, is there is there a, a backup plan, or are you are you ever looking at expanding that herd? And and where do you go if you did want to expand that herd? Yeah, so um, we do run our own bulls, um, so we do control our own breeding, um, and we've we've fluctuated on that over the years too. I mean, at certain times we've bred more at certain times we've kind of cut the herd back a little bit and it does depend on really how much pasture we have um but we were actually just having that discussion this morning um you know it's looking like we might have more demand this year for beef than we could supply because you know with grass-fed beef we're you know we're calving two two and a half three years out from when we'll butcher that animal um because they are slower growing on grass so you know, for us, we're able to, um, you know, we've always kicked around the idea of bringing in organic stockers, you know, as we're able to find them. So there's definitely the ability to to scale if we want it, but we just haven't quite route ourselves as we've, we've been able to do everything ourselves up to this point. Now, are you finding, um, obviously, if you're if you're in retail space, you're in, you know, supermarkets, or you're starting to get into supermarkets, you're in restaurants, are you finding that uh, you guys uh, – uh, are running up a lot against a, a local competition at all? Is there any, uh, you know, is there a lot of uh, a lot of this uh, that uh, you're competing against in the say greater Chicago, Milwaukee, M- Madison area? Um, in the wholesale market, I would say not really. Um, and we do have a bit of a uh, we do of a, a competitive advantage in the fact that we are one of the few certified organic meat operations around. Uh, you know, there's a lot of places that either their pastures are certified organic um, or they do things just as well as we do, but they're not certified their processor at the end of the day, so they can't sell that as certified. So we really are um, really one of the few in, honestly, I don't want to say this in get myself in trouble with anybody, but we might be one of the bigger certified organic meat operations in, you know, this area um, that I'm aware of. So there always is competition from other local guys, but just being able to say that we're certified organic on our meats, on our chickens, if we do go into a restaurant, you know, that is a leg up and gives you a little bit more credibility with a chef or a grocery store right off the bat, because um, it's one less thing that you have to prove to them. You know, you can say, you know, I've been inspected and, you know, I meet this standard and then from there on out, you know, I want you to trust me and see the quality of my product, but at least we have that that foundation to kind of start our conversation on. I gotcha. Well, as we wrap this up, uh, Levi, I absolutely 100% appreciate your time here. Um, Thank you. Let's, uh, uh, let's have you uh, kind of plug your uh, uh, your farm here. Tell uh, uh, tell the name. Tell the website. Tell you know. Uh, give them all the uh, all the details so that uh, people can find you. Yeah, definitely. So the farm is Alden Hills Organic Farms. We're located in Walworth, Wisconsin, right on the State Line Road. 
And uh, we do, we've got a little farm store that's open Fridays and Saturdays. And we also home deliver, you know, from Lake Geneva down to downtown Chicago. Uh, every Monday we run a delivery route. Um, so you can order online. We've got a website at AldenHillsOrganicFarms.com. And yeah, I mean, we do, you can get your grass-fed meat, uh, beef, chicken, eggs, turkeys, and uh, this year hogs. So yeah, we do a little bit of everything. Sounds great. Well, Levi, thank you so much. And for Allendale uh, Market Talk Podcast, this is Greg McBride. Appreciate you listening. Thank you.